Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Brefni Early and you are listening to episode 103 of the podcast. Today we're going to be taking a look at the county finals that took place yesterday in Avoncard Park Sean McDiarmada. Ballinamore and Glencar Manor went head to head in the Connacht Gold Senior Football Championship while the Smith Monumentals Intermediate Football Championship final took place between Leitrim Gales and Drumcairn. St. Joseph's were also in Gaelic football action in ladies football as they took on St. Nathie's of Sligo in the Intermediate Football Championship final in the province of Connacht. We'll be looking back at all of those games later on. There was a Division 2 league final at home between Balneglera and Drumreilly, which was settled by a single point. More on that later in the show. We'll be looking at Longford Town's elimination from the playoffs in the SSE Electricity League as well as Manor Rangers winning record continuing in the Sligo Leitrim Super League. In rugby, Carrick started their home campaign in the Connacht Junior League. We'll be looking at how they got on against our Ladies Boys Club of Galway, while Matthew Early and his Sligo rugby teammates also played their first home All-Ireland League game of the season in Sligo on Saturday afternoon. In ladies soccer at under 17 level, Leitrim interest ended for the season with Murindavani and Leo Fox as they were beaten 2-0 by a Galway side who have been rampant this season. We catch up with both girls later in the show. But it is of course Avoncard Park Sean McDiarmada where we start our proceedings for today. We're going to start with the senior county final and it was a fantastic fixture between two of the form sides of the championship and when all was said and done it boiled down to a single point in the difference. An injury time free kick from man of the match and captain of Glencar Manor Connor Dolan saw them take the spoils for the fifth time in 12 years. After the game I caught up with some of the members of the Glencar Manor Hamilton team and staff. First I spoke to James Glancy. We also hear from Connor Dolan and team manager Shane Ward. James Glancy, it's been a while waiting for that number five. How sweet is today? It's just unbelievable, Brefney. I don't I I don't know what to say. Like you do look on television and you listen on the radio to people in positions like this and you wonder what do you you know you just don't really know what they're saying. I don't know what to say. I'm literally lost for words. It's just the it's one of the best days of my life like and my club means so much to me and to be involved with this team you know, you do really, I spoke to Keelan McHugh after and I told him, I know how he feels and I was a long time waiting to try and get here again and I'm just so, so happy and I very disappointed for Ballinamore. But no more than ourselves, you know, they'll have their day in the sun and, you know, it's just, I, I just can't put into words how, how, how happy I am personally for myself and for the group of players and our families that stuck by us because, uh, you know, we were wrote off numerous times and I think today we came back and just, you know, over the years, Shane and Kieran and uh, Coco have brought us to an absolutely different level that brought us out of levels into new levels and out of that just you know not necessarily to a new level but we were down in the dumps after last year's hammering and there's nothing else that Mo will give us we had trouble in our camp but you know it's when you're when you face adversity that you have to come out the right side of it and, and that group of lads have given absolutely everything they have this year and I've been privileged to wear the Manor Hamilton jersey for 20 years and I've won four championships before today and I've can say without a shadow of a doubt that's the best Manor Hampton team that I've played on and I'm just so proud for myself and uh, for the team and for, the, for our club because I just, I just love my club. Four championships back to back up to eight years ago 
did you think it would take another eight years to get to number five? I never t took any of my county championships for granted. I can say that hand on heart. Um, but I did not think it would take as long. I will be honest. I, I think we, I thought we had a young team, but you know we just we got very lucky, and we did get very lucky to win four championships in a row. And it started off with a bit of luck with Ballinamore and Carrick and Shannon in 2008, with some fiasco that went off, went on, went on off the pitch. Uh, was an ineligible player or something like that and it got us, we were in a bad place at that time and it got us to uh, to a different level with Desi McNulty and Eamon Devaney managing us and it gave us a bit of time to get our act together and we had that bit of luck with that and it got our act together and we are very lucky to beat St Mary's Carrick and Shannon here with two late goals and the just train kept going and we just, luck is a big part of playing it and again today, uh, you know, they had one or two opportunities that just went wide and I think we were very prolific in front of the, on, of, of the post with a lot of the lads and smart, a, lot, a, bit, a bit smarter. Maybe your experience might have shone through a little bit today. Two, two and a half minutes into injury time, you managed to get the ball in a scoring position and you, you drew the foul except, exceptionally well. Uh, were you aware of that? Was that the kind of the idea? Let's, let's kill this, kill the clock, get that scoreable free. I didn't really know what was left in it, so I didn't. Um, but you know, I just I, I did what I had to do. I got the ball and I got an arm around my neck. You know what I mean? And when you get some, when somebody puts in their arm, I'm a coach myself. If somebody does that, you know, you're you're leaving yourself wide open. I did it myself down the other end, and uh, we got punished. And our lads give away a lot of frees. And you know, it was just luck, lucky enough today. It was our day, and we're, I'm just looking up as I'm going up the steps now. I was just absolutely delighted. With it. Well, I'm going to let you go and join your teammates. Congratulations Thank again, Tim. Delighted. Thank you. Connor Dolan, Leitrim County champions, captain of the winning team, man of the match. Days don't really come much better than that do they? Ah, look it's a, kind of speechless it's a special day look it was a great team effort from all of us we put the work in from I suppose late January early February we've worked really really hard and I suppose we're written off this year along with the last few years but once you've self-belief in, in yourself and the players around you on the team special things can happen and um, you know I suppose we were probably written off again today but you know we're, we're very very happy and I'm extremely proud of the bunch of players. How much did the sending off have on uh, impacts that have on the game? Yeah, well, you know, a lot of the times lately you see sending offs that it's actually the team that loses the man is more up for it. And I think that happened for a while today because Ballinamore seemed to be battling back, battling back in the second half. They got back to 15 points apiece, I suppose, and we were lucky to get a free at the end. I don't know, I, I was involved in the in the uh, thing on the sideline myself, but uh, I don't know if it was a sending off or not, and I'm, I'm not going to comment on that. I thought overall Patrick Gucking had a very good game. In terms of your own performance, how did you feel it went for you today? Ah, look, of course, I'm happy to pick up the match. It's great, but you know, it's not about me, and that's what this has been about all year. It's been a good team effort, you know. And um, you know, there was a lot of talk about uh, two, two groups, you know, a, a, a team that had, a bunch of players that had won four championships and a, a, a middle group ourselves that hadn't won any. But the the bond between this year that came together was was really really good, and um, you know, we knew today coming in, we had great belief in ourselves and uh, we're very, very happy to, to have the FINA Cup back in Manor Hamilton. You really do like making it a spectacle, though, because you were four points up with a handful of minutes to go, and yet you only had to score a point in Indurheim to win it. What is it about that Ballinamore team that just they wouldn't just die? As I said there, they're Ballinamore, a great team, and they said in the speech, it's, it's, it's when they're going to win one, not if, you know. That's a special bunch of players they have, too. They've been knocking on the door the last few years. The, the one, since they won the intermediate and came up they've challenged for the senior title we've come up against them the last few years and we knew there was going to be the same today that there was going to be no more than a kick of a ball in it and that's exactly what it was I'm sure this Ballinamore team is going to be very successful in the, in the future years Connacht Club Championship rolls around now how much do you care is it just party central now for the next couple of days I don't, I don't know if it's party central I will enjoy tonight I suppose and, and tomorrow but um, you know, I haven't even looked to, to the Connacht Club to be honest I don't even know who we're playing but um, I think we will. We'll, we'll knuckle down after a few days to get back to it, and, and you know, 
we're representing Leitrim now so you know you want to do your best for Leitrim as well so we will we'll knuckle down and we'll take on whoever we have to play and, and hopefully we can put it up to them well listen congratulations today great game great performance massive congratulations definitely pleasure as always thank you Shane Ward mission accomplished yeah we set out to do it and we did it thank God for that because it was uh, an emotional roller coaster the last couple of weeks you talk, let's talk about the game today a little bit. Uh, bright start, only one wide in the entire first half, but unfortunately red card after a bit of a schmozzle on the sideline. Yeah, I didn't actually see it, but there was. Uh, I think it was literally a schmozzle, and uh, I suppose we're just hoping that we come out the right side of it. I didn't see what happened, and I was praying that it wasn't us that uh, that ended up with that uh, red card. What was your thoughts on the game overall? Oh, I thought it, listen, I thought it was a really, really good game of football. I knew what Banlamore would bring, and I knew it wouldn't be simple. And when we went 5-1 down to start the first half, I thought... You know, they looked really uh, really comfortable and they were running the ball through the hands very well, which we expect them to do. But I can't take away from how the boys in the field organised themselves to stop that happening. I was really impressed about that and I often question them on that of why they took so long to respond to the opposition. And uh, they responded very well. You know, we turned over two or three balls in our 45, we broke away, got 5-3, then went 5-5, five, five, then went 6-5 up and from there I thought the boys at times could have done better, but by Jesus they showed great character. Where do you go from, from here? What's the, the plan for the next couple of days? Do you celebrate for a few days and then maybe one eye on the Connacht Club? Aye, well, I, I did speak to the boys briefly when we met two years ago about it and, uh, you know, set the standards high. You know, I was met with some, uh, <laughs> some smirks in the room, but I'll tell you, those guys have the ingredients. If they want to go on and contest in Connacht, they can with every right. And I think, you know, I think it's time. I think it's time because there's guys there, 25, 26, 28, that would have been 18 or 19 the last time they were in a Connacht Championship game, and that was, you know, a big ask. But now they've come of age, I think that they have the ingredients to go and try and push on. That Ballon the Moore side, plenty of scope for improvement in the future, and do you think there's a senior title in them in the next few years? I have huge respect for those guys. I remember beating them in the league league final last year um, and we had beaten them once or twice the championship that time with the brought us to a replay and uh, I, I went to the restroom after the game and I, I said full respect for you it's unfortunate that you know we had the beachy but I think there is I think there's a young team there and I think that they are very very good footballers they just need that stroke of luck that maybe we got today Listen congratulations it's been great fun chatting to you all, all year and following your progress uh, well deserved and congratulations on another county championship for Manorhampton Thank you I also spoke to Balnamore manager Tom Corrigan, who spoke of his disappointment at the dismissal of Donald Feely in the first half. Tom Corrigan, disappointing end to the championship season for you? Oh, very disappointed. Um, we, we give it everything there today. We got a serious injustice done against us with the sending off there before half time. It was wrong. It was uh, a wrong call. But uh, proud of the boys, the way they responded to it, they were magnificent and um, uh, fought very hard, deserved at least to get a draw out of that game there today, but not to be, so uh, very disappointing. 14 men for over half the game, but yet when it rolled down to 60 minutes, you were in the melting pot on level terms with Manorhampton? Ah, yeah, the character we showed in the second half was absolutely brilliant, and um, the lads uh, knew that there was an injustice done at half time, and it uh, uh, left them very highly motivated to go out and turn in a big performance, and I was could never be as proud of a group as I was of them boys. Uh, uh, they were brilliant in, all through that second half and uh, I, I thought the free at the very end was a harsh call against us as well. So uh, that was disappointing, that was disappointing, but um, uh, these lads are young and I'm sure they'll bounce back. In terms of the, the game itself, where do Ballinamore go from here? I will, they'll take a seriously lot of positives out of that today and uh, you know you would say that 
if another referee, we could have won that game today, you know. So that call was massive, massive turning point in the game. And it was a wrong call. And uh, no, no, Banlamore are on the way up. Uh, uh, they'll take this one on the chin, but they'll bounce back stronger. There's no doubt about that. Uh, they're a young side, a lot of talent in it. And, uh, you know, on any day we go out, if we get justice, we'll never be far away. You're mixing your metaphors there between they and we. Where do you stand yourself in your own position? I'm the Vanamore manager. At intermediate level, Leitrim Gales and Drum Kieran locked horns in what would be the first win for either of these teams at that particular level. It was Leitrim Gales who overcame the demons of two years ago to win the game with a four-point margin on a scoreline of 1-8 to 7 points. A Jack Flynn goal in the dying moments of the first half proved to be the bulk of the margin of victory and the Leitrim Gales men managed to hold off to the end of the game to take their first historic final and to join their senior championship status to go with their Division 1 league status that they managed to retain this year. Drum Kieran will have to wait another year to end that that's four intermediate defeats they've had in the last 11 years after the game i caught up with brendan flynn who produced a fantastic save late in the game to keep drum kieran at bay their manager mal guckian as well as the club chairman mark chandler brendan flynn how does it feel to be an intermediate champion in neutral um to be honest it's absolutely brilliant what's called we we set a stall out at the start of the year we wanted a I think Mal said a thing, we wanted to stay in Division 1, which we done. And then our goal, our goal wasn't even to win the intermediate. Because we, we messed it up last year, our goal was to get back to a county final. We know, we know we've the best players. We see ourselves in training and we've, we've unbelievable players. These lads don't even know how good they are. I actually, I honestly don't think they do know how good they are. And to be, to be honest, I do think the sky's the limit for this team. They're, they're a brilliant bunch of lads. I'd die for these lads. Me and the brother would die for these lads. It's a joy coming home for training. It's a joy to be around the setup. The two managers, Shane, Shane and Mal, they've been a joy to work with. Mal's been with us their third year, and because Mal, Shane just changed a few things up, got us playing probably, probably the style of football we want to be playing. Because you've probably seen out there, you've seen it throughout this year. We fours that will kill anyone in Leitrim. They'll kill anyone they come up against. They just can't sp- stick with the pace. So it's just great to finally get over the, get over the line. We lost last year in a semi-final. And then sure we lost the year before in the final, so there was a lot of hurt. And then today just just made everything worthwhile. So all the dedication, everything that's happened in everyone's lives or whatever, I think this just makes things a lot better. And a lot, a lot of the effort that was put in is definitely worth what happened today. So yourself, you have experience of senior championship before. You've, you've in the unique situation in, in Gaelic terms of having played for a senior club and transferring into Leitrim Gales. How do you feel Leitrim Gales will be prepared for that senior championship next year? Um, anyone that wants my senior medal, they can have it. Trust me. Um, what the guys? I personally think we're well equipped. There's probably just the thing is, like there can be times where we let ourselves down. It could be just attitude, or we mightn't have just applied ourselves rightly. But this team can go places. Like we know, we like. Don't get me wrong. There's a few. There's a few intermediate teams that are well able to stay in Division One. We're definitely one of them. And today we just proved we're we're, we're the best team, the intermediate team this year could have been the best two teams last year either so I personally think even this year even in the league we stayed up so we're definitely well equipped the lads the lads are a serious bunch of lads they're, they're great footballers and to be honest I, I, I don't think enough people know that around the county how good these lads are and they're, they're a joy to be with 
Listen, congratulations today. Enjoy the celebrations. Will do. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I hope you have tomorrow off work. Oh, I do. I have the whole week. I'm not back work until the 22nd, so it's good. Come here, Brefney. Thank you. Well done. Well done. Thank you. Mal and we've been chatting on and off probably since the first week we started the podcast. Uh, back then, I suppose winning an intermediate championship was a, a dream, but one that's come true today, you must be delighted. Yeah, Brefney. Um, delighted. Delighted to get... Um, that status that we worked so hard for was we wanted to be in senior championship football and it was an awful lot of hard work and as as did every other team in intermediate championship like you know it's there it's, as I said before it's one of the hardest championships to win at any county so um, for us to get there today we're, no, we're we're happy happy out what was the emotions going through the head today as the game started because you started so brightly but just couldn't seem to to take those goal chances early on that might have even killed the game in the first 10-15 minutes yeah, our game plan started and, and started pretty well and the lads were playing pretty well. Then it seemed like after 10 or 15 minutes kind of, it was kind of going disarray a little bit where um, there was pot shots been taken, a lot of wides, decisions weren't going the right way, like, you know, fellas kind of getting overhead themselves. But one thing I'll say about them, like, you're going to get the patches that in games and the lads themselves turned it full turn and were able to bring it back on board, like, you know. So the goal, the goal before halftime was a momental time to get it as well. How have you been coping this week? Because you've had songs written about you. Your face is all over the, the village on posters as you're coming into and out of the village. How has that been from your point of view? Lucky enough, I was busy at work all week, so I was on the road a lot. And I was trying to get back for trainings and whatnot, but I was, um, I was everywhere and anywhere, bar probably around the village. So I probably missed out on a lot of it. And even um, up early this morning, just doing what we had to do and just chilling and hanging out. Like So it wasn't, wasn't too stressful on me now. In terms of the future for Leitrim Gales, obviously, will you be in, taking them into that senior championship next year? Is that the plan? Oh, uh, I tell you, Brittany, I didn't even think any further than today. That's all I was thinking coming out, playing another game, preparing for it and the whole lot. Lads, they're going to enjoy this week and um, deservedly so. And then there's um, college championship then in three weeks' time. So I'd love to see the lads get focused and give it kind of a right you know, right rattle at that. I don't see why not. I don't see why any Leitrim team in any the, the intermediate senior, junior can't do well in, in Connacht. Like, you know, because a, a lot of work is there. It's, you can see the underage levels. Oh, I do a bit of ref and you can see all the underage levels under 15s, 13s, 17s within the county. And I think they've come up tenfold even the last couple of years with what the county board have put in place. In terms of that Connacht Championship, you face Roscommon opposition, I think, in the quarterfinal in three weeks' time. In a Leitrim venue, I believe, although that probably needs to be confirmed. What would be the ambition in that competition? Um, probably like this. It'll take it one game at a time. You know, it's, um, it's a whole different new surroundings. It's, um, it's, a, it's a different era altogether. Like, you know, for winning the Intermediate Championship, you have that reward that you're representing your county and your club. In, in the Connacht setup, so um, it will be. It'll be just taking that one game. Whoever we're meeting, we're meeting. Well, listen, Mal. You met Drum Cairn today. You came out on the right side after two attempts in previous finals. Leitrim Gales, 2019 intermediate champions. It's got a nice ring to it. I like it. Say it all you want, Brefney. Keep repeating it. <laughs> well, listen, it'll be repeated a couple of times tonight in in uh, Donlins and Carties and all it's the uh, different hostilities. But I do, I do want to say, um, hard luck, Drum Cairn. Like we've been here before, as well as Drum Cairn, and it's it's a horrible feeling, in you know, on the pitch afterwards and to in that dressing room when you go in, because you're you, everything that you've worked so hard for, you, you just see it kind of going down the drain in one game. But to a credit to them, I thought they played brilliant football today. 
I thought they're a good team and there's some fabulous players as well. Mark Chandler, Chairman of Leitrim Gales. It's been a long road since you got involved and took on that position a couple of years ago. Yeah. It's just this was the plan and you said at the time people thought you were a little bit crazy, but you must be delighted now. Oh, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, you know, the lads worked hard. I was hoping actually, I mean, two years ago we, we got beat by a point last year. Um, Fina took us in the semi and, you know, Mel and I had sat down and we said we've got to make it happen this year and uh, the game wasn't the prettiest. Um, we didn't do ourselves any favours in the first half, but we won. That's all that matters now. We won. How important is this to a club like Hitchman Gales? Uh, for me, given where we want to take the club, uh, it's fantastic. And also with the changes that are happening with three senior teams going down next year, but you know, now we're going to rattle the, the senior championship, senior league, we're where we want to be, up with the big boys, uh, and maybe now people will start taking notice of us. Youngest club active in the, in the county at the moment, only 22 years old. I think people didn't really expect this maybe 20 years ago to see Leitrim Gales playing senior football. It's been a meteoric rise, really, even though it's taken 20 plus years. It's been just a roller coaster for the club. Yeah, I mean, when you look back to the guys in 97 who started all this, I mean, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here today. And then I've been fortunate to be in the club the last 13 years, and we've been Division 5, 4, 3, 2, and now in senior. We've won the Junior B, the Junior A, and now we've won the Intermediate. And, you know, it is phenomenal. Um, I, you know, I'm not sure there's too many clubs around that can say what they, that we've won. And, you know, you've got to feel for Drum Kieran. I mean, they've 34 years they were hoping to win a make it a historic day for them and you know now they've got to wait another year to give it another go and you know 34 years is a long wait and we're only 22 years at it so uh, it is pretty phenomenal listen mark enjoy the celebrations oh we'll have one or two and hopefully we'll be all right in the village for the next couple of days thanks i hope you have tomorrow off work uh, i've got the next couple of days mate but thanks very much and uh, appreciate all the time on the other side of the coin i also caught up with drum kieran's manager francis davitt who expressed his disappointment at how the game transpired. Francis Davis, you must be disappointed after that. Yeah, look, we didn't we came up here to, to win this game. Um, so we are definitely disappointed to um, to have lost. You know, um, I think we have to I suppose accept that we didn't, you know, um, we didn't execute, I suppose, and we didn't probably weren't as sharp as we would like to have been in, in significant patches of play during the game. Leitrim Gales came out. Um, they were the better team on the day, and um, they deserve their win. You know, and, um, best luck to them, and you know, to, for them to enjoy their celebrations. And you know, they've worked hard over the last couple of years um, to get where they've got to today. So, um, look, we, we take our hats off to them, and we, we wish them the best. They started very brightly, but didn't take their chances, and left G with opportunities to get back in the game. There was only a point or two in it approaching half time, when they got that killer punch of a goal just before the break. What was going through your mind? at that point when you were kind of in the game towards the end of the first half? Yeah, that goal came against the run of play. We probably had our better, I suppose, period of play in the first half, you know, in, in the second half of the first half, we call it. Um, I think the scores were 4-3 at the time. Look, we would have been happy to have got into the wrestling at 4-3 because we hadn't played particularly well. Um, you know, we could have got reset. That was a four-point swing. You know, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't close that four-point swing for the rest of the game, so it was a big, big score. Despite probably not being the better team, to be fair, you had your chances and a couple of poor wides. To be fair, both teams missed a lot, a lot of chances, but will you look back at the game and say maybe we could have had better chances here to take a win? Uh, look, you know, we don't look, I don't look back at any regrets and I hope 
our boys don't either. I suppose we want to play the game that um, we get on the front foot and we want to play the game that you play it as you see it and um, you have to accept the cards as they fall then, I suppose, after that. So, look, when you get beaten, there's always things that you, you look back on and maybe reconsider and maybe sometimes those things get overthought. Look, um, today is Leitrim Gales Day. You know, they took their chances when they came to them you know, and they deserve their win. Simple as that. Where do Drum Cairn go from here? Uh, back to Drumcairn this evening, I suppose. <laughs> Look, uh, you'll have to just lick our wounds and, and see where we are over the next couple of hours and days and weeks. Um, I hope all these boys will get back up on the horse next year again, and I hope they'll all continue playing. And I hope they'll, um, you know, they'll, they'll stick at it and uh, learn from today, you know, and become better people and players and I suppose footballers and and, and grow. You know, that's, that's the hope is in there. It's a hard luck today and the very best luck with whatever comes down in the road in the future with Trump here. Okay, thanks very much. As I mentioned at the very top of the show, today's show is brought to you in association with the Dublin branch of the Leitrim GAA Supporters Club. And I would like to mention an initiative that they're involved in that I feel will interest some of the listeners to this show. If you haven't already supported the Leitrim Wall fundraising drive, there is a final opportunity to do so. There is a third additional wall now being required, such has been the demand for the remaining bricks on offer at the Centre of Excellence in Anna Duff. There is a strict deadline on the third additional wall, and that is October the 25th. All bricks ordered by that date will be on the wall by Christmas. So you can buy them online at litrumwall.com or simply by calling into the Centre of Excellence the next time you're passing through Anaduff or give Brian Blake a call at 087-2046-177 and his email address is litrumgaa.coe at gmail.com. You can get a variety of sizes and I know some people have already been fantastically supportive of this but it is a last opportunity to really help Leitrim GAA fund what will be the venue for the future plans of football in the county. Thank you so much again to the Dublin branch of the Leitrim GAA Supporters Club for their support of today's show. It is greatly appreciated. In ladies football, the Connacht Intermediate Final took place yesterday afternoon at 3pm in Ballyhonas between St. Joseph's of Ahavas and Carrigallan and St. Nathie's of Sligo. Despite taking the lead early in the second half through a Carmel McGovern penalty, it wasn't to be for the Leitrim side. They were beaten on a scoreline of 113-18 to to end their championship season, but they will be delighted with the progress that they have made in that Connacht Club Championship there was also some action here in Leitrim League competitions. The Division 2 final took place on Saturday afternoon between Balneglare and Drumreilly and it showed that the senior experience just paid off for Drumreilly with a one-point victory, 113-3-6 to over the North Leitrim side. At under-15 level, in Division 1 there were wins for McDermott the Gales, Glencar Manor and St Mary's while St. Joseph's, Mohull and Anna Duff all had victories at Division 2 in that under-15 championship. There's four rounds played in that competition so far, with two more to be played before the final stages kick in. In rugby, Carrick Rugby Club got 
their season up and running with a 12-0 victory at home against our ladies boys of Galway yesterday afternoon. Tries from Dennis McCaffrey and Keith Crossan and a conversion from Keith O'Neill saw them win out on a 12-0 scoreline. Congratulations to everybody involved in Carrick Rugby Club. And as the sole rugby club in the county, we are looking forward to featuring more of them as their season progresses. There was, of course, Leitrim interest in the All-Ireland League over the weekend, with Sligo Rugby's Matthew Early of Leitrim Village taking to the field as a second-half substitute in their 45-14 to 14 points victory over Belfast Harlequins in Division 2B of the All-Ireland League. In soccer, a season-ending penalty defeat saw Longford crash out of the promotion playoffs in the SSE Electricity League First Division. They drew one all on the night, and Aaron Dobbs equaliser just before half-time, cancelling out an early strike for Cabin Teeley, but unfortunately a 3-1 defeat on penalties after extra time saw Longford beaten and Cabin Teeley progress to play Drogheda in the next stage of those qualifiers for promotion into the Premier Division of the SSC Electricity League. A very disappointing night for everybody associated with Longford Town on the night. In junior football, Manor Rangers were in action yesterday morning and they had two Robbie Cunningham strikes to thank when they had a 2-1 victory away to Ahana Celtic in the Sligo Leitrim League Super League. Finally, in ladies soccer, Leitrim interest in the underage Women's National League ended this weekend a 2-0 defeat for Sligo Rovers under 17 girls against Galway Women's FC in Amadisi Park in Terryland in Galway was enough to end their season. Leo Fox and Marin Devaney both members of that squad this season and I caught up with both of the girls yesterday at the Gaelic match when they were watching Glencar Manor take home the championship. I took the opportunity to have a few words with them about their season how they got on in the game yesterday and what they've learned from their season at National League level. Leo Fox, disappointing way to end your season, losing the semi-final to Galway. Yeah, obviously really so disappointing. Um, I thought we played quite well, just it was kind of two sloppy goals, kind of set pieces and it was a second ball and we just didn't get to them quick enough. Um, Yeah, it's really disappointing but we had a great year because we got to two semi-finals and it's only the second year Sligo Rovers had an under-17 team, so I think it's a big achievement and we're all really proud. How much did you enjoy the year? What did you learn out of it? Um, it was really enjoyable playing from players, obviously, like me and Marin from Leitrim and all the girls from Sligo and a few from Mayo too. So, you know, there's a lot of friendships there and I'm sure we'll take them forward in life too. And I suppose playing against really high-quality players every week, you know, it's bound to make you a better player, so it's always a positive. You do, of course, have Gaelic games to fall back on, but what next for you in the soccer jersey? Or is there a senior team that you can progress to? Uh, no, not at the minute, but I think they're trying to find a millionaire that can help them uh, set up Sligo Rovers ladies. But, yeah, it'd be great. Hopefully now in a year or two, it'd be, it'd be great, yeah. Excellent. Well, listen, uh, well done on completing the season and two semi-finals, obviously, not to be sniffed at. Uh, the very best of luck in whatever it is you do in soccer and, of course, obviously, with Glencar Manor or Leitrim in the future. Yeah, up Glencar Manor. <laughs> Marin Devaney, we've already spoken to Leah Fox about the game yesterday. Disappointing way to end your season? Yeah, I was very disappointed. I think uh, we went in uh, confident. We thought we'd be able to put it up a little bit better than we did, probably. But sure, look at we'll prepare for next year and hopefully we can do the business next year. 
how have you found your first full season at National League level? Um, yeah, it's brilliant. The step up has been uh, a bit tougher than I probably thought, but yeah, it's been great. I think uh, the girls have put everybody through their pace and pushed everybody to their limits, and yeah, it brought everybody on leaps and bounds. You have been one of the more pivotal players on that team, but how has that jump been going from where you pretty much dominated games up to now to this season where everybody's of a, a more or less an equal standard? You've still shone and scored loads of goals and been a vital player in that team, but why has that been such a, a big gap that you've crossed? Um, yeah, I think, no, I think um, we've all kind of been on the same level. I don't think I was anyway ahead of anybody else on the team I think everybody worked hard and showed that they were well able to be there and that's where they should have been playing at National League level and yeah I think we worked well together and nobody really stood out more than anybody else What's your uh, goals for the next 12 months obviously disappointment in the county final here against St Joseph's a couple of weeks ago, what's the plan for next year you're with Sligo Rover 17s and back with Manor Hamilton as well? Oh yeah, definitely. We'll be looking to uh, put some things straight next year. We'll be definitely back, hopefully in the county final. Um, that's our aim anyway, and hopefully third time lucky, I guess. Listen, congratulations on a very successful season with Sligo. Two semi-finals, not to be sniffed at. International caps at competitive level for the first time. So it's been a good 12 months for you. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. It's been a great 12 months, and hopefully next year will be a bit better than this year. And that, folks, is all we have time for today. It has been a busy weekend of GAA. There are, of course, some league finals still to be played in the county, including the Division 1 league final, while also the Junior and Junior B Championship finals will be held in the coming weeks. We will be previewing them as they come up. We are always happy to hear from any of our sports clubs in the county that would like their activities featured on the show. Please let us know we would love to have as wide a range as possible of sports on the show. Get in touch. You can find us on any of the social medias at Leitrim Daily or simply by dropping us an email info at LeitrimDaily.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you very much to the Dublin branch of the Leitrim GAA Supporters Club who supported this particular episode of the show looking back at the county final. Thank you to Eamon Degnan and his committee for their continued support and we have enjoyed covering the county championships we still haven't quite finished those junior games are coming up in the next couple of weeks anyway that is all we have time for today thank you so much for listening i've been burfney early and i will be back tomorrow with another gaa themed show it's actually going to be a look behind the scenes on county final day and how everything ticks unseen that you don't know about that make sure that three to three and a half thousand people can safely come and watch a game and go home with no incidents and you're going to hear all about that tomorrow talk to you then